guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. My mission is to connect with you through our stories and in that process, spread inspiration for you to go do amazing things with your life. I had crushed that this is the way to the perfect job, marriage and kids checklist and was left unhappy, stressed, living paycheck to paycheck and unfulfilled. I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. And so I found that proof. And that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Are you ready to create a life that gets you excited? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. I have to tell you guys about a new meat delivery subscription service I'm using. ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat you can trust right to your front door. I'm talking free-range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, and wild-caught seafood, so you can feel good about what you're eating, but also the taste and the quality are amazing. Free bacon, you guys. Yes, free bacon. And free bacon for life. Did you hear me? That is ButcherBox's latest promotion. Beginning on June 14th, for a limited time only, place your order using my link in the show notes and get free bacon for life in all of your future shipments. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Erica. I'm so excited you're here today because I am ready to be vulnerable with you, share a struggle I had um, that popped up this week and that, you know, it's not really the first time I've dealt with it. I just handled it a little better this week. And I want to talk about that with you. Um, I've got such an exciting weekend ahead with my boys. I am so happy this time of year, guys. Like I need to move somewhere where it is warmer more than three months of the year. I recognize that. And I do plan to do that one day. But this weekend, we've got um, a ball game to go to tonight, and some fireworks. And then tomorrow, um, we are headed to the beach. We live just 10 minutes away from our local beach town, and they have their annual air show going down. So me and the boys will, you know, moms we'll do that thing you know where we were like oh this is going to be the best beach day ever and then we sweat our asses off as we carry all the bags the chairs the food everything because our kids hands are full because they're carrying their towel onto the hot sand and then we'll complain the whole time we're walking out there that things are getting heavy and we can't find a spot and then we'll just have the best day ever you know so i am excited for it but i want to get into today's topic first so Here's my question for you. Does anyone else find it hard to speak up for yourself when someone close to you upsets you in some way? I totally wish I could see like your hands popping up right now. Do you find it hard to speak up for yourself when someone upsets you? And if you don't think you have a hard time, is your go-to response anger? Isn't that a good question? a good question. It's not comfortable to look inward. You guys know this podcast is called Elevate with Erica. That means you elevate your life. We look inward. So if you're thinking, well, yes, it's anger because they disrespected me or they ain't acting right. Breathe. Because I get you. I feel you. But you know what? That's exhausting. And we can't control them. So maybe your answer was yes to both of those things I asked. Maybe you have a hard time speaking up 
for yourself because your go-to response is anger. Because I can totally relate to that. I think my answer would have been yes to both of those things as well. And I don't want to face the aftermath of what speaking up will cause because I'm only expressing my feelings as anger. And we both know that situation is only going to escalate into something more ugly, right? More hurtful things are going to be said. It's not productive. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes the situation warrants anger, but sometimes it doesn't. So when your default is anger, you're not validating all of the other emotions that you have. And you're probably not having productive disagreements. I honestly don't think that I ever have handled this correctly until the past year. And by handle it correctly, I mean, there is a right way to disagree. There is a better way to disagree, maybe I should say. And something finally clicked in me this past year. And I'll share that with you later in the episode. But first, I'm going to share what triggered this episode topic. Earlier in the week, someone that I care about did something that felt like they didn't value me, felt like they were taking advantage of me, felt like they weren't appreciating what I bring to the relationship. And let me tell you, immediately, anger boiled up and over, honey. I saw red. You know, it's that immediate, it, that immediate, are you effing kidding me response? Like when you can't believe someone has just done or said something. Now, if anger isn't your go-to response and right now you're thinking, damn, she got issues. You just hold on sister. Cause I think you'll have a takeaway from this episode too. Now the old me would have ran with that response. It's that old me that was walking around with a shield and a sword at all times. Like, come at me, bro. You know, always ready to defend myself. The only way I knew how to stand up for myself, the only way I thought I could be heard is if I was loud. Demand respect, right? I took that literally. Does anyone else do this? When you're angry, you cry. Oh, and I hate it when I do that too, right? Because I feel like, okay, now they're not going to take me seriously. There goes my whole argument. It's like, it's a sign of weakness for me. Now it just looks like I'm asking for pity. I saw it as a sign of weakness for so long to show that I'm hurting. To show that someone had the power to hurt me. But you know what? It's not courageous to deny how you feel. It's courageous to be able to say how you feel without worrying whether they will think it's stupid. For me, I cry when I'm angry because the real emotion isn't anger. You know, if someone said something bad about my family or picked on my kid, that would be anger. But when someone I care about hurts me, that's not anger. But that's how I've always expressed it. And that's why when I get really angry, you see my tears. But what if we started allowing ourselves a second to process how we are feeling without instantly lashing out? I mean, the problem is not going anywhere, but maybe your approach and therefore the outcome can actually make it so you're not revisiting the same problem in the future, or at least when you do, you're better equipped to handle it. And this may go against everything you've been taught. 
or everything that you've trained yourself to do. It's that don't go to bed angry mentality, right? Handle your problems right now, in the moment, throw it all on the table, say how you feel. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't say how you feel, but when expressing yourself in anger, can you really even think clearly? Do you really even know how you feel? And on the flip side of that, when someone else approaches you in anger, can you think clearly? My guess is no. Doesn't it immediately put you on the defense? When you think about it like that, you can see why the conversations you approach with anger will always be met with more anger. And there's no listening there. Nothing productive happening. No understanding. No compassion for the other person. Only more hurt. So you know what? Sleep on it if you have to. You guys, when I used to argue with my husband and he would say, I need to walk away for a second, I would get so angry. In that moment, it felt like he didn't care that I was upset. I made it all about me as the reason why he was walking away. It's just what I knew. It's how I knew how to argue. Who can scream the loudest is who wins, you know? And now I'm here today telling you to take a break. It's not easy to catch yourself and recognize it, I know, and it takes practice, and I am very much a work in progress on this topic right now. My topics in these episodes are things I am currently going through and need to hear myself. So let's allow ourselves to understand why we are feeling what we are feeling. Hell, we may even find out it's nothing worth getting upset about. We may realize we are overreacting. We may realize we are not even mad about that thing. It's a culmination of things, and we're about to take it out on that person. We may realize we're not even angry. We're actually hurt. And that is what happened to me this week. When that person I care about hurt me, I wanted to lash out in anger. And I'm so proud of myself for doing something. Now, I will say that it definitely helped that we were not face-to-face. I got to take a breath. I got to experience my initial emotion alone and then process it. I didn't want to feel the energy that I was feeling. I was having such a great day. I had productive plans for it. In fact, I was actually getting ready to record the podcast episode. And I honestly don't even remember what my topic was going to be after this happened. Everything changed. I didn't want to feel this rage boiling inside of me. The old me would have let that boil up and all over the other person. I would have let them have it. Or I would have held it in and stacked it on my resentment pile until that spilled over in the future over the tiniest thing. But I took this breath this week. I felt the anger for a bit. I cried for a bit. I sat with my thoughts on it for most of the day. In my mind, processing how it felt, and why I felt the way that I did about it, what I wished would have happened, it turned out I wasn't angry at all. I was hurt because I wouldn't have treated the other person in the way that they had treated me. The way they treated me hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings. Why is it so hard to say that as adults? Now, you also have to be mindful while you're taking this breath to really think about what you're feeling before doing that you're not making excuses for the other person's behavior right that you're not minimizing what has happened if it actually is bringing up a powerful emotion for you don't push that down because that's not stupid your feelings are not stupid you know what i have the habit of doing 
I have the habit of saying, it could be worse. We minimize our problems with this all the time. I'm feeling stressed right now, right? With the cost of gas and groceries and my work is cutting my hours and my husband is having to work longer hours to make ends meet and I'm overwhelmed. Oh, but at least I have a roof over my head. People in some parts of the world right now have no running water. You know what? That's true. They don't. But that doesn't mean that your stress and overwhelm are not valid. So that example I just gave is just to say, don't excuse their behavior by saying it could be worse. I know I have some men who listen to my podcast as well, but I'm a woman, obviously. Well, not so obvious to some. Apparently, there are still some trolls on social media that swear I'm a man. (laughs) Anyway, I'm more a man than they'll ever be. Okay. As women, though, we are caretakers. And in doing that, Oftentimes, we do whatever it takes to make other people more comfortable, even if it means not expressing how we feel, not expressing our emotions or thoughts, because we don't want to upset anyone. We keep the peace, right? Why do we put it on our shoulders to make life easier for everyone else? Why do we make that our responsibility? You know, when my husband is upset about something or doesn't like the way I'm doing something, guess what he does? He says it. When I'm upset about something or don't like the way he's doing something, I hold it in. I hold it in till I can't hold the things in any longer and I burst, or I hold it in and tell myself, well, at least he's not Susan's husband because he's a real asshole. I made that up, by the way. Susan, I'm not talking about your husband. (laughs) I think I'm making the other person's life easier, though, by not speaking up. But internally, I'm making my life harder because I'm carrying around all these emotions and things I want to say that matter to me. But it's not our job to be a martyr for everyone else. It's not our job to make everyone else feel good. It's our job to be openly who we are. And furthermore, you owe it to yourself. Yes, but you owe it to your future relationships. What about the relationships you'll never have because you're not being you? The good, the bad, all the parts, all of it. All of our human bodies. What's the movie? Uh, Stepford Wives or something? We're not that, right? We're not robots. What are you actually doing when you invalidate your feelings? You're looking like the Stepford wife. You're looking like an easygoing, carefree, go-with-the-flow person that everyone wants to be around. And on the inside, when you're alone, when it's just you and your thoughts, because you're not a robot, you're playing in your mind all your pent-up emotions, all the ways in which things upset you and how stupid you are for letting them upset you, right? It's not fair to you, and it's poisoning to your spirit. And it's a form of self-love to honor your feelings. I saw this quote online, nothing destroys self-worth, self-acceptance, and self-love faster than denying what you feel. How can you accept yourself when you're not accepting the way that you feel? When you're shaming it. So maybe something bothers you that wouldn't bother your best friend or wouldn't bother your spouse. So it doesn't make it stupid just because it does bother you. So when I was able to take that breath and process that initial anger I was feeling, and it took me nearly all day, by the way, the incident happened just before lunch, and it wasn't until about 7 p.m. that night that I felt a sense of calm. 
maybe the White Claw helped. (laughs) But seriously, I felt a sense of, whoa, I'm not even angry. I almost acted in all that rage, you guys, and I'm not even angry about it. I'm sad. That person never would have known that. The, the conversation that we ended up having that I'll get to never would have ended in the way that it did. That hurt me when the person did that to me. I just need to tell them that they hurt my feelings. I came to the conclusion that I didn't even need them to agree, honestly. And let me tell you, that is a weight off. That alone, when you know going into a conversation, you don't even need that person to agree with you. I didn't need to be right. I didn't need them to think I was right. I just wanted them to know that they hurt my feelings. It was a way for me to honor my own feelings and a way for me to create a boundary with that person. And boundaries are a form of self-love too. And you know, two things are going to happen when you do this. They are either going to apologize that they did something to upset you, or they are going to minimize, invalidate, call you crazy, call it stupid, whatever. But I can tell you, if they do the latter, is that a relationship you want in your life? Someone who doesn't accept all of you? The topic of this episode isn't me telling you when it's time to let things go, but I'm just saying I'm going to leave that there as some food for thought. You know, what I thought after I was able to calmly approach that person and let them know, after I was able to go into it not needing to, to be right, I was able to stay calm the entire conversation, even when they said more things that could have provo- provoked me and they would have provoked me in the past. I was able to know this. I was able to think this, that none of that was the point. That the only point in this conversation was to let them know that they hurt me. And I could walk away with that. And I woke up the next morning feeling so light, you guys, feeling ready to heal from it. Now, in the past, when I had approached that type of situation with anger, more things would have been said and hurt. More things would have been said to make the problem worse. We would have said things to each other that we didn't even mean. Just to try to win the conversation. Nothing would have been resolved until one of us just gave up. The next morning, I would have still woke up angry and tired from shit sleep, running through my mind all night, all the things I should have said. Have you ever done that? God, I hate that feeling. It would have taken days to move beyond it, honestly. I was fighting to be right. When being right isn't even really what I needed. I needed to be heard. And I was the one who wasn't allowing myself to be heard. Now, how did I get here? How did I go from running hot Latina, like my mama, to, okay, wait a minute. Let me just breathe. I heard this analogy on a YouTube video about an orange. Hang with me. When you squeeze an orange, what comes out? Orange juice. Why? Because that's what's inside the orange. Now, when someone squeezes you, and obviously we know by squeeze, I mean 
does something that evokes an unhappy emotion in you, an uncomfortable emotion in you. When someone squeezes you, what comes out? Is it anger, hatred, depression, crying, raising your voice to feel heard? And if so, it's because that's what's inside you. Now, I'm not saying what the other person did wasn't hurtful. What I'm saying is we can't control other people. I want to know what's inside you. That's where you learn where you have room to grow. And that is where I'm working on myself. Inside me is resentment and anger and shame and sadness about a lot of things I've been through. All places where I can grow, analyze, and learn to release things that are weighing me down. And I was able to handle that conversation with that person that hurt me better because I've been taking the time to handle what's inside me. I know why I feel instantly angry when it feels like someone doesn't value me. I know it's not all because of that one person and that one thing. It's because of past experiences and other relationships, both with family and in friendships and in romantic relationships. So, Here comes my two words that you may love to hate me for. Through personal development, (laughs) reading books that address areas I want to better human at. Listening to podcasts that help me uncover past traumas that I am letting blur the way I see the world today so that I can let go of those things and give the rest of my life and my future relationships a fair shot. Plugging into trainings and seminars I found found through the Beachbody company that I partner with, where I'm able to see that I'm not alone in the way that I feel. And that's why I can so openly share things on this podcast as well, because I know I'm not the only one. I know every stupid thing that I feel that I call stupid, that I used to label as stupid. Someone else feels too. All these things have allowed me to make feelings I was burying valid, which allows me to actually address and process them in a healthy way. Sorry if you can hear my neighbor's dog barking, by the way, (laughs) I'm sitting in my sunroom. So there's all kinds of like birds chirping. My, uh, the fountain is running in our pond. The dogs are barking. Anyway, learning how to process these things in a healthy way. It builds my confidence in myself because I trust myself to feel things and work through them in a healthy way. I trust myself because I'm doing it. I'm learning to trust myself through action, recognizing the power that I have. It allows me to not only show compassion to myself, but to also show more compassion to others. And even if I don't agree with someone else's point of view, I am aware that everyone's point of view is shaped by their own life experiences. When you squeeze everybody, something different would come out, right? Based on what they've been through. So I'm not in the position to tell them their thoughts and feelings are right or wrong. That's an amazing dynamic that you can bring into any conversation that you have going forward, going to into it with compassion, letting go of our need to be right, and instead embracing that we all just want to be heard. Fighting to be right is exhausting, isn't it? And it's mostly exhausting for you not the other person. Don't do that to yourself. Learn how to be heard. And that starts with 
learning to understand yourself. You are in control of your happiness. Someone may do something that upsets you, but that doesn't mean they get to take your energy. I'm not choosing the I need to be right energy anymore. I just want to love who I am. I want the people I care about to love who I am too. And for them to do that, I have to be willing to be all of me. Your energy can change the energy in a room. That's your power. Work on you and stop getting caught up in needing them to be wrong. I went through so many years denying my emotions when they weren't either angry or joyful. And I ended up in relationships where I got walked all over and where I got called crazy when I did express my anger. But now I love myself enough to give all of my emotions a voice. I love myself enough to know anyone who can't bear to hear how I'm feeling isn't someone I want in my life anyway. And I hope you can find the courage to do that too. So just a few things to wrap this up. Give your mind a chance to process what you're feeling. And if you need to walk away for a second, know that it's not a bad thing. But maybe say to that person, I need a break. Can we come back to this conversation tonight after dinner or whatever? It's usually just better received when you let them know you're planning to return to discuss it. It shows that it does matter to you. Also, recognize that your feelings are valid. They're not silly or stupid, and it'll help you treat others with that same respect when we can all understand our views are shaped by our own individual life experiences. And lastly, know that this will take time. I've done this correctly two times in the past year, you guys. I know the exact two instances. And I've had more than two disagreements. Okay, so what does that tell you? It tells you I'm working on it but I am proud of the way I handled myself this week. And I know that if I keep working on this each time that I stop going to anger as my default, eventually my default will be to breathe and to process first. All right, you guys, I know this wasn't my normal hype, hype, bad bitch energy type episode, but I want you to know, I think we work on these things so that we can step more fully into that bad bitch energy that's inside of us. And you are powerful friend. I just want to help unleash all that power inside you so that everyone else can see it too. Let's raise our glasses for a cheers. To finding comfort and our ability to express our feelings by first taking the time to understand why we feel that way. Because the only person who can invalidate your feelings is you by not giving them a voice. You don't need anyone's permission to feel the way that you feel. Having feelings makes you human. And it's better to lose a relationship than to lose yourself, denying how you feel. Until next episode, friends. E.